Hello and welcome back to episode 11 of the Personal Trainer Portal podcast. Tell you what. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> uh, Don't. If you've made it this far, well done. Episode 11, we're in double, we're in double digits as well, we were on episode 10. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if you made it this far, especially from the performance, if you've listened to Client Retention, which is episode 10, that was a roller coaster of an well, episode. We've, we, we've re- retained these people. If well, exactly, exactly that. If you listen to this episode, well done. Well, to be fair, people could have just gone straight to this one, but nevertheless, have, yeah. nevertheless. They've missed out if that happens. <laughs> yeah, it, go and listen to episode 10 after this. It's a, I apologise in advance. That's all I'm going to say. There's, there's crisps, there's dancing, and there's music involved. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And a lot of stopping and starting. Yeah. So, episode 11, we are talking about stress and anxiety of being self-employed we all know what it's like as a self-employed personal trainer or just if you've you know if you've just come into personal training and you were self-employed before you know what self-employed life is like we don't have the constant security of someone who's employed but we do it because we enjoy it don't we but i think one thing we need to recognize when we're self-employed is that Everyone who is self-employed or everyone who's a self-employed PT will be in a similar position. Yeah, I mean, we we found it tough at the start, didn't we? I think the amount of times, can you remember when we sit in the uh, PT staff room Yeah, and just talk about a lot of rubbish usually, but then sometimes we'd go back to something serious <laughs> and it would be the stress of clients leaving or not having enough clients, being self-employed. Cancelling sessions, you know, not turn up to consultations. Just, you know, flaky clients, the worst type. Um, And sometimes you'd have a busy week and then we'd sit in there and the following week you'd be a bit quieter and I'd unload on you and say, oh, I'm just feeling stressed. (laughs) (laughs) I knew as soon as I said that. That don't right... don't tell the, the <laughs> listeners what, what happens in that PT office. <laughs> oh, there's all sorts. But yeah, I mean, going back to being serious, um, yeah, like you just, you'd come in and if you'd had a quiet week after being busy, you just, you know, you start to worry, don't you? And I think that just creeps in a lot more than it would ever do if you were salaried. Yeah. It's because you, we don't all, well, we touched on it in the last episode, <laughs> on the point we did actually manage to say serious about client retention. You know, if you don't have client retention as someone who's self-employed, you don't know exactly how your week on week and your month on month income and just your business is going to be going, do you? Yeah, um, it's, it's tricky. And I think you've just, moving on to the next point, really, you've got to get comfortable with that. Um, you know, when you start out, obviously it's it probably be new to you, but you need to sort of understand what self-employed's like. Maybe you've come from a, a salary job, so it is a bit of a shock to the system because you've gone from that sort of security to now, right? This shit is real. So you, you know did I that, didn't to... you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were employed before. Um, exactly, exactly. I was over in Tenerife, um, running properties, salaried. Which for anyone life. who doesn't know, he is now doing again. Again. But we're um, doing a bit of PT as well. Yeah, you know, I'm just doing it all. He's um, and, and running this with you. 
Yeah, exactly. I just can't get the Tenerife, and the family. The ten, the ten, and the family, yeah. You're the Tenerife Del Boy. I'm literally wheeler dealer. Yeah. So the yeah. man, the myth, the legend. I think, yeah, I think um, getting comfortable with knowing that business will not always be perfect and busy. I think the sooner you realise that, the less stress you're going to have. Because I'm, although I'm saying this, I was literally just saying before we started the podcast that before I did, you know what? Uh, <laughs> before I did that, I was a little bit quiet on my clients, but the reason was because I needed to delegate more of my time to training myself. But there was a point where I was like, oh no, I, you know, I, I am a bit quiet with clients here. But as long as you know that it doesn't last forever, as long as you're putting the work in, you know, you can't just lose some clients and then expect it all to come back to you. You need to put some graft in as well. So I think that's where we're going to touch on ways to actually help the stress and anxiety and things you can do to not get as stressed and anxious as often. Yeah, I, th I think you just need to figure out what happens, how it works, the stress, but then be proactive and not just let it get you down. You've just got to keep going and, and you know, hustle a bit um, when, yeah. when you have that anxiety and stress, you know, if clients leave, because you will get that at some point. Yeah, and um, I think having, sorry, I think having systems and structures in place to ensure that you always have a constant flow of leads, that's going to help massively. Yeah, and that can be, you know, you could go, really technical with that you could go into sort of social media marketing um you know you might have a, other channels of getting clients but if you're on the gym floor go and talk to more people you know do some classes show some people some technique some exercises just build up that rapport because that will help just get some more clients back in and that is essentially free to do that isn't going to cost you anything um, but then obviously you can have other systems like Facebook, Instagram marketing that you can sort of turn on and off when, when needed. And that is going to help you sort of deal with that stress. Yeah. And I think <clears throat> the, the stress and anxiety of being a PT, I'd say the majority of it comes from clients, doesn't it? In terms of knowing where the next client's coming from, would you agree? Well, that's it. Obviously, not many gyms will give you a flow of clients, so you've got to go out there and get I them. don't know any gym what would do that. You're highly unlikely to be a new PT and you're just going to turn up to a public gym and then you're going to be given 20 clients on two sessions a week. It's not going to happen. Yeah, so, and I mean, there's usually a catch, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. you're going to be paying like a ridiculous like amount of rent or whatever it may be. But I think the more systems and structures you have in place... So that even if you do lose clients, again, touching on client retention, you know, ways to not lose clients, but inevitably you're going to lose clients from time to time. Having some type of system and structure in place or multiple systems and structures in place, that's going to help you feel a lot more comfortable with knowing that if you lose two or three clients within, you know, a couple of weeks, two or three weeks, you know that you're going to have a system in place to bring more clients in. Because there's nothing worse. We've all been through it. And I'm pretty sure the listeners as well. You've lost a few clients. You, well, you've gone through a stage where you've picked up a few clients. You think you're doing really well. You set yourself, you know, a little target for a few months time. And you think, right, I'm it's great. Business is great. And then all of a sudden you lose two or three clients on two or three sessions a week. So that's like, what, eight sessions, eight to ten sessions. And that's, you know, that's probably like 
800 quid per month, depending on what you charge. 800 yeah. to a grand a month. Uh, sorry, 800 quid to a, a grand a month, which is a decent amount. But if you have a system in place to bring more clients in, that is going to massively help with your stress and anxiety. Because you know, even if you lose some, you're going to bring some more people in anyway. Yeah, definitely. Um, and being proactive as well. I mean, it's you lose those clients. It's not just sitting there feeling sorry for yourself. It's like... Which right, we've all done. Yeah, which we've all done. You can do that, but make sure you don't <laughs> do that for too long. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. you need to get up, sort of dust yourself down and say, right, let's go and get some more clients. And, and you know, use some of those systems, ways, go and talk to people. You know, it can be really simple. Yeah, I agree. And I think and and I think um having well I, I suppose you have the the stress and anxiety of of clients stopping and bringing new clients in but you you can also have the stress and anxiety of the current clients who haven't stopped yet but are just a little bit flaky. We've all got clients on our books who are one of those who you know, they have actually signed up to you. They've been with you for weeks or months, whatever it may be, but they're always canceling sessions last minute. They're always trying to, if they're not canceling, they're trying to change sessions. And even when they do turn up, you know, they're, they're always complaining during the session that they're too tired mm. or that they can't be bothered to do it or they're complaining about some catastrophe in their life. Um, that's the other stress and anxiety of, of being a PT and, you know, managing clients. Yeah, um, I think... It, it all goes sort of back to expectations, doesn't it? And, and we've touched on this before, having that consultation process, setting out what the expectations of, of you as a coach to your client and what the client can expect from you, having that set out. So if they're getting flaky, you're not just letting that ride. You either charge them for that or you have a chat with them and, and bring it to the forefront. Don't just let it sort of um, fester. Yeah. And because if it festers and gets worse, then potentially the goal. Whereas if you've nipped it in the bud early doors, you might then get them motivated again, get them understanding the importance of not being flaky and, and get a goal with them. If they get a goal, you know, it could be a smaller goal, just get them <coughs> progressing, moving. They're going to be less likely to sort of flake and, and leave. Yeah. So I think, for example, if you've got a client who's constantly cancelling sessions last minute, you know, let them off a few times and, you know, just say to them, look, I am going to be charging you for this. But if they constantly do it, especially I used to have someone who would book in for usually around like half four, five o'clock, but he'd, the worst thing was that was my first client of my evening stint. So obviously you'd, you'd do your morning clients, you'd go home and you'd come back in for the evening block of clients. And when the first person cancels, because you've just got there, it's like you could have stayed at home and done something else a little bit longer. You could have trained and it totally yeah. messes your evening up. So if yeah. you've got someone like that who's cancelling evening sessions all the time, at some point you're going to have to have a, a word with them. You're going to have to say, look, if you do it again, like I am going to have to um, essentially you don't have to say these words, but let you go and bring someone else in because you could have someone else who potentially is going to be a really good client who never cancels sessions and could take their spot. So I think not being at the mercy of your client and letting them know that if they continue to cancel sessions last minute and be late or whatever it may be, then, you know, they could be replaced. 
Yeah, I think it's it's a tough one though, isn't it? Because I think when you start out, you don't want to rock the boat with clients and it can put you in a predicament. You're where, almost too nice, aren't you? Yeah, too nice. But that's okay. Obviously, you want to be nice, but you don't want to be a walkover because well, exactly you're a walkover. That, yeah. People just take the mick. And then if they take the mick regularly, that is what they expect. They expect that they can get away with that and that is okay. So... By having that conversation, being sort of fair but firm, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm sure whatever job your client has, if they were in a similar position, would they stand for what you have to stand for if they're being flaky and cancelled last minute? Probably not. So it's, it's, you know, getting that point across to them. Yeah, I agree. So I think, you know, that side of things just making sure you set clear expectations at the start in a consultation and again let them know if they're starting to take the mick a little bit let them know that and what well, sort of put it across to them just say are you serious still about you know your fitness journey about xyz goal whatever their goal they have and you know if they say yes, then you need to just let them know look well you, you need to start turning up to your sessions on time not cancelling because Otherwise, I can bring someone else in who isn't um, wasting your time, essentially. Again, you know, you don't want to be an asshole about it, but you don't want to be a walkover either. So you've got to get that right balance. And I know when you first start out as a PT, you're almost always listening to your clients in terms of their... It, it, you're always trying to work everything around them, but you almost want to yeah. get to, to a point where they're working around you. But still in a way which you're not taking the piss but where they respect your time I think that's the biggest thing if they respect your time and how busy you are they're probably not going to turn up late to the sessions they're not going to cancel because they know that you um, have the authority to bring someone else in and if you if you're a good PT they know how much value you bring to them yeah and then as well at the end of the day you, if you've got clients that are flaky and you're letting them get away with that, you're going to find it really hard to get any results with them. Exactly. And if you're not getting results with them, you've got nothing to market. You know, you want to be getting great results and then market that because that's going to help get new clients and keep you progressing, building your business. But if they're not really getting the results, you know, you haven't got that marketing material. Yeah. I agree. So I think to summarise, stress and anxiety of being a self-employed PT, I think the sooner you realise that everyone who is a self-employed PT will be in a similar position and you need to make sure that you get comfortable with knowing that business will not always be perfect and busy. You're going to go through times, quieter times, where clients are dropping off, but it's how you deal with it. It sounds cliche, but if you have systems and structures in place, which we do talk about in other podcasts, to make sure you've got a constant flow of leads coming in, you're not going to have as much stress and anxiety. I'm not going to say that, you know, you get to this uh, heavenly place where you've got no stress and anxiety because you'll always have that, but you can definitely do things about it. Um, have you got any more to add on that? No, I think, I think you've covered it. And that's everything. So if you like this podcast, you can go check out some of our other podcasts. I think... Episode seven, we touch on a little bit more about packages and, you know, dealing with clients and stuff like that. So if you want to go and listen to that one, head over to that on Spotify or Apple Tunes, <laughs> Apple Tunes, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't take me back to episode 10. 
So Spotify <laughs> or Apple Music. <laughs> I've said it again. Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to go over to Instagram, not Instagram Music, Instagram, personal trainer Paul underscore, where we upload a lot more clips and go into a little bit more depth of the podcast as well. And you can send us a DM. So thank you for listening and we will see you in the next one. Thanks, guys.